Hi everybody, happy Wicked Wednesday and welcome to Shivers. I just went to Carolina Fear Festival this past weekend and bought a ton of new comic books. So today we're talking about just that, horror or thriller themed comic books and some stories that I would definitely recommend. Getting into the history a little bit, comic books have been around since people have been creative essentially, but the first official comic book came out around the year of 1820 from the Swiss schoolmaster Rodolphe Topifer. He's usually credited with the invention of the first comic strip, publishing seven of what we today would call comic books, or more recently, graphic novels. He drew his first, The Loves of Mr. Vu Boys, and wrote the story to go along with the scenic pictures. It wasn't until 1938 that DC Comics released their first comic book featuring the iconic character Superman. In 1955, we saw the first horror comic released through a series of stories under the Tales of the Crypt book, and Stephen King's Creepshow comic arrived on shelves in 1982, kicking off the modernization of graphic novels that we still read today. Stephen King's son, Joe Hill, owns a publishing company, Hill House Comics, where many horror and sci-fi related comics are published today. Kicking off with a comic published under Hill House Comics, in the Low Low Woods hits close to home for me as it's a story about Centralia, Pennsylvania, the mining town that burns forever. In real life, the story of Centralia is still quite myster mysterious. All we really know is that there was a fire that started in the coal mines that burned so heavily it drove all members of the town away, leaving behind houses full of items and pictures that are still there today. Now, a stretch of road called Graffiti Highway houses the cracked and smoky ground, making all visitors wonder what lies beneath. The comic book takes this real-life story and turns it into a horror and sci-fi adventure, setting us in a town called Shudder to Think, Pennsylvania, where the only animals in the forest are these radioactive-looking rabbits with human eyes and deer that stand on two feet. The story is told through the eyes of a young teenager and her friend who stumble into the forest one day and see these animals, prompting them to figure out what's really going on in the town. There are six comics in this series that explore the lore of the town, and I definitely recommend reading them. It's fun storytelling set in real-life town. What's better than that combo? The next book, comic book on this list is one called Red Room. This comic book is definitely the most graphic I've ever seen and probably one of the darkest stories in general that I've ever read. Aided by the anonymous dark web and nearly untraceable cryptocurrency, a criminal subculture has emerged. It livestreams murders as entertainment, making us think who are the killers, who are the victims, who's paying to watch, and how do we stop it? Red Room is constructed as a series of interconnected stories, shining a light on the characters who exist in the ugliest corners of cyberspace. Red Room peels back the curtain on the side of humanity few of us knew existed, let alone understood. In one story, we follow one of the main moneymakers in the dark web, and we see that she has a farm of inbred victims that she uses as victims in these murder videos. It's a wild story, very highly creative and highly staining, but definitely worth it for anyone with a strong gut. The story itself is inspired by the dark web that is out there today. The videos that surface from that, particularly around the times of the pandemic, a lot of crazy things were happening on the dark web. So the author of this comic book decided to make a story about it. 
The next story on our list is one called Nailbiter. The series centers around the fictional town of Buckaroo, Oregon, which has produced 16 of the United States' worst serial killers, dubbed the Buckaroo Butchers by Urban Culture. Its most recent creation is Edward Charles Warren, otherwise known as Nailbiter, due to his predilection for chewing off of his victims' nails and part of their flesh. By the series start, Warren has been caught by the FBI, but the FBI has since gone missing, leaving it up to their friends and NSA agent Nicholas to search. Nicholas decides to start his search in Buckaroo, where he begins to question why the small town has produced so many murderers. There are 30 issues in total in this comic book series, but the first book has about five issues in it, giving it a banger of a beginning to the storytelling. Next on our list is 30 Days of Night. This is where the movie 30 Days of Night originates from. The comic book came out in 2002 and the movie came out in 2007, and overall it's still one of the most violent vampire stories we've ever been told. In general, it's about this sleepy, secluded Alaska town called Barrow. The sun sets and doesn't rise for over 30 consecutive days and nights, and from the darkness across the frozen wasteland an evil will come that brings the residents of Barrow to their knees. Essentially, it's 30 days and 30 nights of darkness, and that's the perfect grounds for vampires to hunt. So a lot of people in the town who are natives know to leave, but everybody else who just moved there or who doesn't really know the tradition, they essentially get stuck there and are at the mercy of these vampires. They have 30 days to survive them or kill them. The last one on our list, of course, I would be remiss without mentioning the best comic book ever, The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead has so many followers, has so many influential stories. I have tattoos of The Walking Dead. It's a big part of my life and a big part of why I got into horror in the first place. The first comic book that came out under The Walking Dead was in 2003 and has now grown to include a total of 193 issues. The Walking Dead comic series officially ended in 2019, but the show still continues on in spin-off form. Originally, a large part of The Walking Dead TV show followed The Walking Dead comic book almost to a T, but it since has really sputtered off in the comic book. Rick is thriving and surviving, Carl's thriving and surviving, um, both of which are gone now. In the TV show, Rick is still alive somewhere in the ether. Carl is dead, which is when I kind of fell off the bandwagon of watching The Walking Dead. And um, Judith, his younger sister, is a big survivor and leader in the actual book as well, which she kind of is in the show. But the show has gotten a little silly. The, the comic books in general have gotten a little silly as well, getting into more of the sci-fi-esque area of an apocalypse. One of the biggest reasons, and I think the biggest attractions to the Walking Dead comic book and storytelling in the beginning is like, we're following these really everyday average people through the apocalypse, what they do to survive, what they do when they meet each other, how would you act, how would you be? And it all feels very realistic. You know, if you were going through an apocalypse, how would you act, how would you be? And you can really feel yourself in these characters. So since then, it's creative, 
I will never walk knock The Walking Dead. I do think that they should have ended the show a lot earlier than they did. I don't think that they should have killed Carl, but um, that is the story that it is, and the comic book and the TV show are still absolutely worth watching. So that is all for our comic book dive today. Thank you for listening to today's Wicked Wednesday. We are hosting a summer book club throughout this meetup, so feel free to join and look at some of our other events as well.